Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroni for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And the topic I'd like to talk to you all about today is, will buying unrenovated properties avoid investing risk? This is podcast number 100 for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And I thank everyone who is tuning into our podcast. It's great to be delivering to you these great investing topics. Get yourself planned, set, ready, and strategized to make that wealth through property investing. Before I get into this particular topic of unrenovated properties and avoiding risk, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as financial or legal advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So unrenovated properties, the whole idea of it really is to manufacture the growth in that property yourself by putting works into that property. So you might be looking at um, replacing the carpets, changing light fittings. It might be something major like a bathroom or kitchen renovation. It might be something structural like removing a wall or adding um, uh, an extension on the house or other things that you can actually do like landscaping and other situ- uh, other things you can um, work on the property for to increase its wealth, its value on that property. So it's a really good strategy to have in your back pocket in terms of looking to elevate the, the, the value of that property and it really helps put yourself in place so you have a number of different strategies, not only relying on the capital growth of the area, but you can put your own input into it or control more of what's going on with that growth through working on the renovations to a property. So I wanna talk about a couple of key aspects when it comes to avoiding the risk when investing and what potentially an unrenovated property can do for you and also what, a, what you need to be wary of when it comes to un, uh, unrenovated properties and putting in that renovation to make sure you're still getting that growth. Because there's other there's people out there that watch the block and um, house rules and these other um, Australian flippers that has been on previously that look to gain all that money through a renovation. Um, they're looking either to flip the property or hold the property in future. But if you're not buying in, in the right markets, you still might decrease the value of that property. So a couple of key th- things to think about. Firstly. It's important to buy really well. This comes in towards any of your investing that you should do, Um, whether it's share markets, whether it's property, but we'll stick to property just for today. You're looking to get bargains on these properties, whether it's the terms or the price of that property, you're looking to get this really good deal. Um, And so with this, the cost of renovations needs to be factored in when you're doing the renovation on a property. So you're buying well, and you're thinking about how much is it gonna cost you to do all the works in the house. So you add up what the cost of the carpets are, the light fittings, the kitchen, the bathroom, and everything else that you're gonna factor in. Are you still getting a discount or you're paying market value or are you paying above market value? So it really needs to be a strong consideration to do your budgets well. And those people that you know set themselves up for a cookie cutter strategy of knowing exactly what they're gonna to do to a property before they go in and renovate it, before they make that purchase, they're the ones that often succeed. Those ones that have a really simple process in place, they do it time and time again. But the factor is, most important, is that you buy really well. My second point I'd like to make is, you still wanna buy in growth markets. 
So the reason I say all this is right now, if you bought a property in Sydney or Melbourne back in 2017, probably midway, when we kind of hit the peak, and maybe um, in Melbourne it was towards the end of 2017 where it sort of hit its peak, a little bit after Sydney. But if you bought at the peak of those markets and you bought really well at that time, well, comparing what the market wasn't there at that stage, and you were looking to do a renovation on that property, then, okay, you got that $50,000 below and it's a $10,000 or $20,000 renovation on that property. So you've got a little bit of um, equity, instant equity in that property. But the property markets have dropped by anywhere between 10, 15, and some, in some cases in some of the areas around Sydney and Melbourne, they've dropped by 20%. So if that is a case in point of that particular property, you've bought it at the peak of the market, you're looking to do that renovation, um, and then you find that the, the value of that property has decreased significantly. And we're talking sometimes at least 100,000, 150,000 in a decrease of a property, uh, a property purchase or value um, because of the declining markets there at the moment. So even though you've looked to put the renovation in place and you're looking to make the money on, the, on, on doing the renovation and, and maybe either turning that property over or having a, a tenant that is going to um, occupy that property afterwards, then you've got to make sure that you are buying in growth markets. So you've got to be really careful right now. And I guess I'm saying this through 20 19 because I see further declines happening in the Sydney and Melbourne property market. So you want to be very careful about buying. You probably got to factor even more of a discount on that property price to supplement whatever renovation that you're going to do to, do to a property. Because we are seeing those further declines, we don't see, oh, I personally don't see at the moment any turnaround in the property markets. And that's on the back of what are the lending restrictions that are happening at the moment. So there's not that frenzied market out in the marketplace right now that's going to suggest that we're going to have a turnaround in prices. So that's, I guess, what I see in my opinion is in what's happening. But, um, you know, assess the markets on your own and see if that those words resonate with you. But when you're doing a renovation, you still want to be looking to buy really well and, like I said, buy in those growth markets. My third point in regards to this is, do you look at having a conservative approach? A buy, a renovate, and then hold, and have a tenant in place for some time, and be patient with that long-term growth. So you've kind of got multiple strategies within the same property investment that you're trying to do. So you're buying, looking to buy really well, you do that renovation, and you're a long-term hold, so you're looking for that capital growth. And maybe there's a factor of having a higher cash flow on that property as well. So you could um, do a double factor in that renovation by increasing the value of the property, but also increasing the rent of the property because it might attract more people going into a newly renovated house instead of something that is really old and, and a little bit tacky for someone to move into. So you've got a really sense, a good sense that it could actually help you doing the renovation on a, a number of key factors. A tenant will always, will often choose to uh, go into a brand new place or a renovated place over an old uh, existing property because of the, the look and the feel of it. And sometimes they might even pay 10, 20, $30 more to go in that newly renovated property. They set themselves up. Um, they're not gonna have an, 
ongoing issues with repairs and maintenance if the renovation's done well as well. So they realize that things are not gonna go too wrong with the property if it has been renovated and, and has actually that feel about it. One other thing to just be mindful of as well, I did talk about that, you know, being going into those growth markets. And what you do need to consider, not only if you're going into those growth markets or you, you're going into declining markets like Sydney and Melbourne right now, you also do need to factor in if you're going to hold that property for the long term, are you going to be able to get a tenant in there? So there's quite a number of different things that you really need to factor in as a property investor, as a buy, reno and hold strategy that not only the value in the property and the renovation costs, but also if a tenant's gonna be able to, um, you know, be able to get someone to rent out that particular property. So be aware of these issues that could arise. I think it's a really good strategy to have and it really helps you manufacture the growth in that, that property and it puts some sort of control in terms of um, allowing you to put the growth in the, the property and not allow, not having to wait for the market sometimes to put the growth in the property. So it can, at times of easier finance, uh, you can renovate the property and look to extract that equity out of that property or the, that value portion of the property and look to use that to go again. Now, in this current marketplace as we sit right now, lending is really tight. So if you've got a 50 or 60 or $70,000 equity value in that place, it is a lot harder to actually extract that equity as in the marketplace right now in terms of loan servicing. So one to really be note, uh, to really note, because I often have people, either developers or renovators that are looking to flip properties quickly, but either or extract the equity. So either other people are not gonna buy that property because there's not that frenzied market to get that high price, or you're in a situation where the bank values are out there at the moment worried about the marketplace and they're gonna value properties, especially if you've only done a renovation in a two or three month period, they will wanna wait six or 12 months to really see that growth happen with that property. So you, you gotta be careful about trying to go very quickly in a market like we have right now. Between 2012 and 2017, things were booming, but things have changed now. And we need to focus on where the market is right now. So hopefully that helps you think about unrenovated properties when you're looking to buy them, You know, doing the budgets on, on those properties and making sure you are not overcapitalizing on that renovation. You're looking to things like buying really well, looking at growth markets when you're buying that renovated, unrenovated property to renovate it. And you're thinking about what kind of approach are you gonna take? Is it a conservative approach of buy, renovate, and hold? And looking to be patient. And that's a key po point for everyone, to be patient for that long-term growth. So many people are out there in and investing, and they're looking to make these quick wins. You know, I. The reason putting this particular podcast together today was on the back of a Facebook Live video I did with Adam. And you want to go and have a look at that because he's grown a portfolio of 10 properties by doing this type of renovation strategy, but holding for the long term. And he started out at about 18 years old. He's now 31 and he's got 10 properties. Now, having that conservative approach like he has done and done some renovations, it's really helped him build over time. You know, he's not, not looked to do massive de developments or massive renovations that really um, could have 
put some high risk on here onto his strategy. So be really careful when it comes to investing. I implore you and I really talk about it a lot to you know focus on that long-term strategy whether you're in buy and hold whether you're in renovations whether you're even in development it's having a long-term approach oh, it's too often I see people starting a buy and hold strategy look to do some renovations then look to development then they risk all their portfolio on one single development it happens time and time again people see the dollar signs they they get a little bit hungry for it and um, unfortunately, um, it's often to their demise. Um, and unfortunately, it just gets them into financial hardship. So hopefully that helps you. If you like to talk about this particular strategy a little bit further or, or your own personal circumstances when it comes to investing, please do give me a call. My number is 0400-332-377. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Thanks for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.